Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Ramadan Reminders episode 3, brothers and sisters in Islam. Last night we spoke about a goodly word and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He describes the people of paradise as those who are guided to a goodly word. La ilaha illallah. So make sure you do not belittle um, any instruction and any action point from yesterday's episode because sometimes we feel the tongue is very small uh, as a creation from the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so its effects are small no this is a small creation but it is complex it has the ability to send us to Jannah and it has the ability to send us to the hellfire may Allah make us from the people of Al-Firdos Ameen and save us from ever um, uh, going near the hellfire Ameen uh, in today's episode brothers and sisters Islam, I want to share with you a reflection from uh, two ayat that are similar in the Quran, one in Surah Al-Baqarah and one in Surah Al-Nisa. In Surah Al-Baqarah in ayah number 216, Allah says, وَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ وَعَسَىٰ أَن تُحِبُّ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ Allah tells us this ayah after uh, speaking about jihad and speaking about striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah says, perhaps after you receive this instruction, you've you, you, you have this feeling uh, of uh, you know, you, of dislike, you dislike uh, something. Allah says, but there's great goodness in it for you, right? Right? And then Allah says, and sometimes you like something, but there's evil in it for you. And then Allah says, "Wallahu yalam." Allah always knows. Wa antum la taalamun, and you always don't know when. There's a, when, when, when looking at your knowledge versus the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge will always come out on top. Allah always knows and you always don't know. So here we see after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands towards something that does have, uh, or, or, you know, it, it can be considered stressful to the physical self. It can, uh, be considered something difficult on the physical self. Allah says, yes, sometimes there's a difficulty that you, uh, are wary about that you don't like, but there's goodness in it for you. Right, so this ayah is related to physical difficulty, whether it's to do with our wealth, whether it's to do with ourselves. Then in Surah An-Nisa, in ayah number two hundred and oh, sorry, in ayah number nineteen, rather ayah number nineteen in Surah An-Nisa, Allah says, "Fa in karihtumuhun, fa asa an takrahu shay'a, wa yajal Allahu fihi khayran kathira." Subhanallah. In this particular ayah, Allah is talking about emotional difficulty. Right? Emotional difficulty. It's not as physical as the other difficulty that we discussed in the ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah. And this ayah is addressing the spouses, husbands who may have wives that they dislike. Allah says, sometimes you're patient in maintaining the marital relation. And Allah says, we will give you great goodness from the patience that you have shared. And the same applies to the wives as well, that sometimes they dislike their husbands, but they're patient in maintaining that marriage and great goodness comes from it. Maybe it's a righteous child that will be a means of both the parents entering the highest Jannah, because we know on the day of Qiyamah when everyone gets into Jannah, then if the son is at a higher or daughter is at a higher Jannah and the parents are at a lower Jannah, Allah will raise the parents to the height and rank of the children. Subhanallah. Alright, this is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep the families together because Jannah will only be Jannah when we're together with our beloved ones. Right, so Allah is saying even in emotional uh, distress, right, in non-physical stress, Allah says being patient uh, through it um, sometimes will yield situations, subhanallah, beyond your imagination. 
there's great goodness that will come from it. Now, uh, this, uh, these, you know, th- this ayah and these two ayat, they are absolutely um, amazing, as are all the ayat in the Quran. And in fact, when we look into the second ayah, the ayah in Surah An-Nisa, we see it offering a, um, an explanation of uh, something mentioned in the ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah. Because in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah says, Asa an shay wa huwa lakum. Allah says, you may dislike something, but it's good for you. But in the ayah in Surah An-Nisa, Allah says, khayran kathira, it's very good for you. Subhanallah. So, you know, the, 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 the mention in, in, in Surah An-Nisa is qualifying the mention in Surah Al-Baqarah, such that we can translate the ayah again and say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that sometimes you dislike something and it is very good for you, that from that situation there's a very good thing for you. And brothers and sisters in Islam, you can think of matters in your life that subhanAllah you thought as evil and much goodness came from it. And in the Quran we have many examples. We have the example of Yusuf alayhi salam being thrown into the well by his brothers. But that was very good for himself and the ummah. For later on, 50 uh, plus years later, he became the minister in Egypt and was the only one qualified to run the country during seven years of rainfall, that at the end they had enough food not only to feed Egypt for seven years during the years of drought, but to feed Palestine as well. Had he not been in the well 50 years before, as a rough figure, millions would have died. Right? We have the story of Musa alayhi salam. The mother was resistant. Obviously any mother would feel what a mother feels when she has to take her child and put her child in a basket and let this basket flow, uh, you know, float and flow down the river, not knowing what's going to happen. But subhanallah, Look at the goodness in that, that it was that act that led to great good in that Musa came and established justice on earth and the mighty tyrant uh, was defeated with the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, and there's many lessons like this throughout the Quran. These are just some that um, uh, that I'm sharing with you. There's also, you know, um, uh, a quick thought that comes to mind, the story of Khidr and Musa alayhi salam, when, when Khidr uh, killed the boy and Musa questioned his actions. And uh, Khidr explained his actions, that he was under instruction from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that this boy uh, was going to grow up to be the distress of his parents. And his parents were righteous. So Allah was going to take this child at an age where he wouldn't be accountable so that the parents can be with the child in paradise and then replace this child with another child that will grow up to be righteous and also be the coolness of the parents' eyes. Subhanallah. So things are not always as they seem, brothers and sisters in Islam. You must always remember, in life we only have the pixel. We don't have the picture. And we can never ever understand the picture just from a pixel. But as life moves on, more pixels are given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and things become more clearer, things become more manifest and we start realizing that subhanallah earlier on we were not in difficulty, in fact we were in goodness and had we known then what we know now, we would have chosen for ourselves that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for us and this is what the pious used to say, the pious used to say that whatever you're going through know and understand that whatever Allah does, he does good, that if Allah opened the qadr for you and showed you all the options and told you to pick from the options, you would pick for yourself what Allah has picked for you. Because that is the best option. And with this understand that don't belittle your dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't. Some people say, you know, Sheikh, I'm making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the opposite is happening. Right? 
That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answering your dua. Don't think Allah is not answering your dua. He's giving you that which is better. Because had you known, you would have changed your dua in the first place. So Allah has taken your dua. Your dua has reached Allah. He has accepted your dua and He's answered it in a way that you would have asked for initially had you known the outcomes. Had you had the picture rather than the pixel. I leave you with these words uh, to ponder over. Um, obviously, action points are part and parcel of our Ramadan reminders. And you got to sit down and um, analyze your dua, analyze your life, the difficulties that you went through and figure out the goodness uh, that, that came out from those difficulties. And also think about you know the times in the recent past that you've been battling to uh, deal with certain circumstances and situations and it's been bringing into your life much stress. Maybe you know it's a football team that you're supporting that subhanAllah Allah is not getting the results. Maybe it's a promotion that you're looking for that, um, you know, is, is, is not just happening. Maybe it's to do with uh, exams that you, you, you know, you, you, you're trying to get better grades in and it's not happening, but you, you're making every effort and you're making dua and the situation is not uh, converting into one that pleases you. Don't be stressed about it. Don't be sad about it. Uh, the end is with Allah. Effort is in your hands. You carry on knowing that perhaps you dislike something and it is very good for you. And perhaps you love something, but it is really, really bad for you. And remind yourself at the end of your contemplations, that Allah always knows best and we don't know. Jazakumullah khairan brothers and sisters in Islam. Until tomorrow night, may Allah give us life and preserve us in His obedience. Ameen. Salamullahi alaykum wa rahmatuhu wa barakatuh.